Welcome to The Sofa. I'm Sherry. I'm Bonnie. And this is the Sisters Hallmark Sip and Chat Podcast. We're a couple of crown heads who love all things Hallmark. Welcome back, everyone. It's the first week of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas on the W Channel, which also marks the beginning of season two of our podcast. So glad to be back. Thanks to all our fellow crown heads for following us. We're so glad to be on this journey again with you all. We missed watching the first movie live this week because we were at the Bridgerton Experience at Queen's Ball, which was super exciting. We had our own little uh, royal adventure and got to fulfill a lifelong dream of attending a ball. It was so nice with crowns and gowns. It was was a lot of fun. Look forward to seeing our photo of us sitting on the sofa. Look for it on our website. We actually have a video of it on our social media. So if you go to our Instagram, our Facebook page, you can watch a little video clip of us um, and parts of the the show so you can get a a view of it. And then, yes, a picture of us on a very, very fancy sofa. (laughs) Okay, let's go to our first ever episode one of season two. All right. Okay. Well, in this episode, we are going to be sipping cider wassail or wassail, however you like to pronounce it. We have no idea, uh, but you can find the recipe on our website, sisterssipandchat.ca. So feel free to pause if you want to make your own at this time so you can have a little sip and chat with us. We're also going to be posting pictures of our own after we've made them um, and post those to our Facebook and Instagram page. Okay, so let's talk about the movie. So in this episode, we'll be chatting about this two weeks movies as shown on the W channel entitled Noel Next Door, and we wish you a Merried Christmas. Okay, so movie number one, Noel Next Door, starring Natalie Hall as Noel and Corey Sever as Jeremy. A hardworking single mom, Noel, falls for Jeremy. He's a customer in her diner who turns out to be the neighborhood Scrooge. Okay, so let's find out how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. But first, a quick explanation for those that may not know. Our custom sofa rating system includes a list of 20 Hallmark tropes broken down into 10 categories and one five-point bonus category for a charity or charitable event that will determine how Hallmark is this movie. You can download the list from our website, again, at sisterssippandchat.ca. So this movie earned 13 out of 20 sofas. Categories are town holiday celebrations, location, 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 friends and family, affairs of the heart, and of course, the charitable event, the donations to Santa for gifts for the needy children. You know what? I really enjoyed this show, but one of the things I liked, which is maybe kind of silly, but it was so refreshing to see real snow and icy breath because they were in actual winter weather, which yeah. was very cool. <laughs> they usually are filmed in summer and you can very much tell, uh, but this was kind of nice because there was some real natural snow everywhere. So just off the top of my head, I really enjoyed that. Um it starts off kind of rocky with this poor sim- single mom whose ex is like really just not very thoughtful over the Christmas holidays. And he's almost cruel since he's getting remarried, um, not wanting her to have their son because they're more like a family where she actually mentions that 
this new woman in his life was his mistress, which honestly, I do not remember them ever saying that in a Hallmark movie before, like bringing it up or at least that word mistress. I just was kind of like surprised about that though. You know, maybe they're bringing us back in, you know, into the 21st century here. Um, I do like that they're making more realistic and more inclusive to different types of family dynamics. Absolutely. Because I think they have to be realistic to the fact that families come in all different shapes and sizes. Exactly. I, I really liked that these two clearly really liked each other. Just that first connection as mm-hmm. soon as they saw each other and they finally admitted it so that they could spend some time together because they just they would look and see each other, make these little comments and laugh, but never really connected even though she really liked him he really liked her but they were just both they both have their own baggage per se to get take them to the next level yeah totally um i do like they talk about his physical disabilities so he has a stroke um before the movie starts it starts like he has had a stroke and he has some physical disabilities because of it and it really shines a light on how little accommodations are considered in advance for many of those with physical and mental challenges um here in ontario companies with like 20 or more employees are actually obligated to take a training course regarding uh, our human rights code and the accessibility for ontarians with disabilities act which is aoda um and it is honestly a fantastic resource for really anybody who just wants to be a better human. Like it really makes you think about um, what to do and what not to do and just Mm -hmm. be a little bit more observant and thoughtful when you are in any sort of circumstance where you're, you know, having uh, conversations or dealings with people who have disabilities. That's right. To have that respect for another human being. Exactly. Yeah, this was an excellent movie about inclusivity because they really showed how the little girl reacted, which in the store, which is pretty normal that kids, you know, that they aren't very uh, desensitized to that. They don't have an understanding. So therefore, we as the parents and adults need to help educate our children on that. But the blind date, I mean, my husband watched this with me and he said, that was so rude when she said, you're making a scene. Like, oh, I know, it's terrible. Are you kidding me right now? But the thing that she was making the scene, really, I agree. Like she was getting so upset about it and then huffs off. But um, the thing that I really, really admired was that Noelle saw past his ability at all times. That was she never saw the disability. She just saw him in his soulful eyes as she described it. Yeah, she saw his abilities, not his disabilities. So I did really like that. But she didn't like shy away from asking things like they go on their their date and he chooses skating, which is like, are you sure? Because honestly, I'd be like, are you sure? Because he needs a cape to walk. And then I was really surprised to learn that something like skating might be easier for some people after Mm. a stroke. I'd never heard of something like that, but it's just super interesting how resilient the human body can be. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, true. Yes, I find her blind date was just absolutely horrifying and hilarious, too. (laughs) It was so bad. It was just so bad. And honestly, I feel like everybody has these stories. And I did go on one blind date 
back, back, back when I was in my late teens. And it was a horrible disaster, which I think they always seem to be. And like, we barely spoke. We had nothing in common. And I feel like everybody sort of had those bad experiences with blind dates. And yet we still do them and set people up. I don't get it. (laughs) Peer pressure. (laughs) It is, I think, you know. Well, I, I really got a kick out of the young boy line when, you know, he comes, Jeremy comes to the door and now he's caught and he, now he knows it's this woman that he cares about, loves. And, and the little boy's lying going, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Normal teen young man. Well, remember, reminds me of a time when my eldest daughter was about, uh, I guess, six years old or just going to turn six. She, my husband went downstairs and we had a cake, brand new cake on the counter, chocolate cake. And he saw that the hand was big hand mark right out of it. And he said, Jamie, did you, did you eat that cake? No, no, I did. He could come upstairs and he gets me and he's laughing. He's like, say nothing. Just come with me. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Okay. So I go down the stairs with him and we get into the kitchen and he points to the cake and then he points over to Jamie and that we couldn't even discipline her. We were laughing so hard. So finally, I said, Jimmy, did you eat that cake? No, mommy, I didn't eat that cake. So we just, we, we couldn't eat her. Of course, they're going to try to lie first, right? But that's what that reminded me of. That's how he uh, he had done that. But his first instinct was to say, no, 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 it wasn't me. However, for a young man like that, to care enough about his mom and himself as a person to go back to his door, to Jeremy's door and knock mm-hmm. and, and apologize and take accountability. That was impressive because there's not a lot of young people that would do that. So that yeah. actually I thought was quite impressive. I think he realized it was better for everybody, including himself. I think he realized yeah. he might have a better Christmas and then, and then he did by, you know, kind of scrubbing that over, which I thought that was a great, part of the movie as well I also love the orchestra I love classical music and that whole part Mm -hmm. I wish it kind of was longer (laughs) but it was lovely to see I like that they included something that was so intimate and important to him in the movie and that he got to get back there again I agree. I thought that part was beautiful. The music obviously was great. Didn't mean that he couldn't have, you know, uh, understanding for other genres of music, but yeah, <laughs> was beautiful music. And I love that once again, with this whole inclusivity, you know, um, theme that we saw, he, you know, he still pressed forward to create um, uh, a new piece for the orchestra to play, yeah. which they did. He didn't let that disability um, stop him from moving forward with his dream. So I really, really thought that, that that was great, that his passion was still moving forward. Yeah, that though he couldn't be a, com- a conductor, he could still be a composer. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. I really... I think really it was great that she actually recognized what his uh, his career was, because I wouldn't have known that that's what it was, because, we, I mean, I could see that he would compose music. I knew he could play music. But she was able to identify that he must have been the conductor. And I thought that was quite interesting because I would never have guessed that. Yeah, it was very intuitive on her part. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, there's a script, but it's well, come off yes, of being but... <laughs> once again, because she was an intuitive person. Now that's what you got from her. She's an empathetic, intuitive person who kind of maybe that's why you know, be a good job at a diner because you're always constantly thinking about others' needs and and you know, that's, I guess, a way to get good tips. But she was just, I think that was just her natural personality. Yeah, that's very intuitive. 
Yeah, I really liked it. The, the only thing that I honestly did not enjoy in this movie um, was the fact that he they let him get drunk when he was dealing with, you know, like they weren't going to go on their date because they realized who, you know, they were really quote unquote enemies or whatever. Um, he pulled out an entire bottle of liquor and then the next day his friend comes over and he's drunk the entire bottle of liquor. It's not like he just grabbed a glass and he sat and he was a little sad with the glass up. He literally drank a whole bottle. I feel like that was a little bit excessive. It's also a little dangerous thing to show I mean because obviously you'd already been depressed with this situation I kind of didn't like that part just just that was my only was like maybe they could have been a little bit more thoughtful about that about it right and, and not to say that that isn't what some people would do yeah but I agree with you because sometimes it's really hard to find a good life when you're so angry inside like I get True. that but I think that that would have been a good opportunity even though he had the support group of his friends who mm-hmm. was really good to him, but it's important for people to know it's okay to ask for help and to talk to yes. someone. And that yes. was one thing I didn't notice. He never had a counselor or anything that we saw in, in, in the show. We did hear him talk to the doctor for getting medicines and whatever, but not to really, not a talk doctor. So, you know, if anyone's listening out there and you may have any of these kind of anger inside for whatever your situation you may be going through, please contact your local health center to find help. There's nothing wrong with talking to someone. So if there's 100%. anything you got from this movie, asking for help is a good thing. 100%. Totally agree. All right. So we can go on to movie number two, and I'm going to have a sip of this uh, apple pie in a cup. It's so good, eh? It's so good. Movie number two, We Wish You a Married Christmas, starring Marisol Nichols as Becca and Christopher Palaha as Robbie. Struggling married couple Becca and Robbie are hoping to reconnect over their Christmas holidays in a strange but festive little town in Vermont, recommended by their marriage counselor. The sofa rating for this movie is 17 out of 20 sofas. And the breakdown of categories is town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, unexpected hiccups, affairs of the heart, Christmas magic, and the charitable event was pies for pets. Okay, so my favorite part was the amazing drinks they were made when they were bartending. Okay, the snowman marshmallows. Mm -hmm. I seriously want to find a drink where I can make those. I had a great appreciation for this after working on our drink of the week. Oh, yes. Knowing just how much fun this drink preparation stuff can be. My husband and I have had a blast collecting the drink supplies and starting this, uh, our little adventure with our drink. So, and that was really cool that they did that and that it was something that they both worked on together. I thought those festive drinks were super cool too. And I, 100% loved the snowman on top but all of them looked really cool and actually doable if you have recipes (laughs) so I would totally try any one of those two like with the chocolate as the ringer ringer or whatever the things go that looks really so trying that 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 looked very cool with like sprinkles and stuff I totally love that not like a big I mean you could do it non-alcoholic those look like drinks you could easily make non-alcoholic or you can make them hard drinks or whatever but they looked very cool 
Same as the drink we did today. It could be an alcoholic drink, but it was meant to be a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah, they're non-alcoholic, the ones we made, but there are, um, if you go to the link on our website, you can actually see there are recommendations of ways to make it, you know, an alcoholic or a hard drink. If you'd like to, you can also do that as well. I think you can add like, there's like apple rums and stuff like that you could add to it. If you're into that, though, it's very much a a beautiful cup of um, apple pie right now. (laughs) Enjoying while we're chatting here. (laughs) Okay, so as an extreme dog lover, I was totally impressed with those pet portraits. Mm -hmm. I really, really love that. And I would love to have that for my dogs. And that young lady, her kindness was contagious. And the fact that she had the special treats outside for the pets when they went by, that was awesome. It was very thoughtful. I really like that That dog kindly ate like one, obviously, because it's a trained, you know, TV dog. My dogs Mm -hmm. would have that gone in two seconds. (laughs) Oh, 100%. The whole bowls would have been gone for sure. And I didn't get at first, though, why she didn't want to paint every dog. She loved her dog. So it kind of didn't make sense at first. Like maybe just the chick was annoying her or something. But I was like, I totally would do that for my two cats. I would they would probably not sit for it properly because they're bad, but you could do from a picture, which is great. So take a nice picture. I know I wish I could get that done too. I'm glad that she finally got it done after the parade. And it was a perfect gift to give her husband to kind of get them reconnected. And Jerry, the little dog Jerry, and all the other <laughs> dogs in the float. Oh my gosh, they were so adorable. And it was hilarious that they only had one float train for the entire parade. It's like it was like a longer one, but then I was like that. It was a great great float, but it was just like one. (laughs) I am a super parade fan. And let me tell you, this was the shortest parade (laughs) ever. It was very cute with the vets on the floats, but like standing out in the cold, waiting in anticipation for that. Wow. You have to be uh, the fact that they had kind of like, are you kidding me attitude? That was like normal because that was the the attitude anyone would have. The fact that there was a whole big buildup to this this parade. And everybody goes. You Everybody's there. Go. And it's one thing. Like, and there is there only two pets? Because they only showed two. There had to be more pets. Like, why didn't they put more pets on the thing? At least if they're only having one. It didn't look like there's any more than two dogs. Anyways, it was totally cute and I loved it too. Um, I really thought everything in this little town and the inn was super pretty. I lo- the inn was yeah. just beautiful. I loved it. And the ornament that you, the ornament ha- is like a character in this movie of its own. <laughs> the m- miracle or magic ornament that keeps smashing into people's windshields, which my husband would lose his, you know what, over. And I know yours would too, <laughs> but I love the ornament. It's super pretty. Um, and I've always wanted to go away at least at Christmas time, some kind of charming place or whatever. So I love the idea of, of going there, especially the fact they were having such trouble it was a good time of the year to get away where everything is always so jolly and festive and you're expected to have good cheer. I think, I think it was a perfect place for them to go up during their struggles. Well, and really the best marriages have a hard time going through construction. We just went yeah. through construction, like, and you're going through construction still yes. at your house renovation. Like it's tough. It's it, getting away from it is, is important because it is a lot of work and 
especially if one person's completely in control as a control freak that I am, I could never let my husband make all the decisions that would make me crazy. I'd have to, yeah, have I couldn't opinion. do it either. I mean, ever teach their own, right. They, uh, True. they had to do what they had to do, but yeah, I agree. But- the events were amazing in the town and they were so unique to this little strange town mm-hmm. that they had. Okay. But as you kind of mentioned before in the first movie where it was great with the snow and the cold breath okay this snow was super fake yes it looks very fake <laughs> yeah it did my husband and I always check to see what a good job they do with that when they're taping like sometimes you can tell that it's it's it definitely fake or there it's not as much snow as they needed so they've added mm. but this one was like uh, they did not do a great job with the snow especially for a Vermont where it's supposed to be you know Ultra layers snow. of yeah. snow right it should but be tons of snow it didn't take away from the movie but no as, but you know as big fans it's one of those things that you really notice when they when they're stepping and they're and they're uh they have their luggage and it's like not making a line because it's a fluff. That is true. That's a good point. I didn't notice that, but that is so funny. <laughs> I did love, 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 love that they had alpacas. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. I love that they did their little TikTok videos with them hopping around. Oh, being so cheeky. That. That they were doing so little fun. cameos. You could do cameos with these alpacas because they're like clearly famous alpacas. I love it. I love it. I love it. I also love the costumes for caroling. I think that was totally cute. Oh, if you're yeah, going to do it, you might as well dress up for it. You know, like we just did the whole Bridgerton dress up thing. Yeah. Not afraid of a costume here. <laughs> <laughs> not afraid at all and I think the more you immerse yourself in it the more you get to enjoy it right Agreed. so no I think it was good that alpaca thing I I honestly I just I wouldn't even think of that but it was awesome and sending it to the parents I don't know if it actually if they ended up actually getting it or not she did eventually send it to she send it, missed okay. it up or something but it or whatever. was funny yeah and speaking of that cute. sending it to the mom of course mom knows best who do they think they were fooling that her I mom wasn't going to gonna no know clue. something was wrong? Moms are like, going to know. I can't imagine anyone didn't know by looking at them. Like they sat Body a thousand language. miles apart. <laughs> they were very close. And I don't know, like, I'm sure that was part of it was to make them seem separate. But I found it just really difficult because she was so closed off and he was trying to be like, I guess, flirty or whatever. I just didn't find a lot of chemistry, especially at the beginning. And that made it a little bit difficult for me to kind of get into the, you know, cause you're almost like, well, maybe they shouldn't be together. <laughs> they clearly <laughs> don't even like to sit near each other, but I mean, over the course of the movie, them having fun and everything and made it a little bit better. And like you said, renovations, it can be tough. I think for everybody, that's a huge change. Um, mm. I just found it really sad, like with their attitudes about it, like he can just do it. Like, even though she was saying he could just do it, he should have pulled her more into it because they're building this kitchen. Like he's saying in the end, he wants to do something for her, but they're not even going to enjoy it together because they're looking at splitting up. So that won't be the point of the whole thing. If you're building it for each other, like you're building a relationship, then you need to include each other. Relationships like really, you know, especially long term relationships, they take a lot of work. 
uh, to keep going, right? Like you can't be happy all the time, but it does certainly, I think it helps when you spend more of your non-working time or, you know, and you know that when you don't have obligations, you spend them with your significant other and right. you have to make that dedicated special time, which I think is the whole point of this town. Like it's not just Christmas time and you're making these dedicated special things to do with each other as a couple and the that doing that kind of being pushed into doing these fun little things together reminded them of all their trips around the world and the reasons yeah. why they like to travel um etc cetera, etc cetera. i think that uh i think that was really cute and i i did really i, I did right. enjoy the movie but it was a little it was a little tough for me in the beginning but in the end i think it really redeemed itself yeah i really did enjoy it because i do like these these actors very much but um, it was a really good reminder for those of us married or in any kind of committed relationship that you have to be present in your mm-hmm. relationship. Exactly. Like you can have a relationship and be sharing a dwelling, but you need to be present in the yeah. relationship. So you can't be working harder down. on your house than on your relationship. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> but it was a great movie and I'm glad we got to see it. It was a good kickoff. Mm-hmm. the first week of Christmas I'm super excited because this weekend will be the Halloween festivities for the kids and then it's time to start decorating oh yeah tree is coming oh. up yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to talk my husband to not doing it before Halloween but we'll see <laughs> it's coming around the pink tree will be going up people the pink tree will be going up and we'll be take we'll take some pictures of our Christmas decorations, we'll share those with you on social media. Feel free to comment, like, and share some of your own if you'd like in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Wonderful. Let's talk about that lovely drink for today. Now, how do we say that name? I forget how to say it. Uh, cider wassail, wassail, we don't care. We don't whatever. know. It's, it's I'm good. It <laughs> sweet apple pie. Because while that it is very cooking, sweet. Oh. I just took another taste just to remind myself it is very sweet. I suppose you could adjust it. Maybe I put too much of the brown sugar. I don't know, but it was very good. It It was not difficult to make this one. Super easy list of of ingredients. It's just one pot. You know, you bring it to a boil and then you just let it simmer for 20, 30 minutes. Okay. I wasn't going to lie. When we started this, we're going to try these drinks and we're going to make these things. Never did I think I actually had to do any cooking. Yeah, well, yeah. For a drink. So that was interesting <laughs> to me that you had to actually cook it. So it was no wonder it smelled like apple pie and tasted like apple pie. Yeah. However, as a family here, we all all partook to have a drink and, and taste this because it was just morphing through the house, that smell. Yeah. So everyone tasted it. Everyone loved it. But right now that we have one coming up in the next few weeks that everyone's really excited about. So you keep yeah. saying, can we get to that week? I want to have that one. <laughs> patience. So people. we'll get there. Yeah, we need patience. <laughs> we need time to get to it. But this one was, uh, th- this was a really good drink to start this off. Again, it was a, a non-alcoholic drink. I'm pretty sure next week we have a alcoholic choice, which again, as Bonnie mentioned, you can always um, have them as a, as a, alcoholic or non-alcoholic drink yeah that's that's your choice a mocktail but, or a cocktail uh, yes exactly but I am looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to uh taking pictures of seeing how close I can get to the original photo of the experts who have created these so I guess until next week 
Until next week. This episode was brought to you by Hamish Community Services. Opening doors by taking the dis out of disabilities. You can find out more information at hamish.ca. Well, fellow crown heads, we've come to the end of today's chat. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast network. And on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Subscribe and never miss a chat session. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. And we'll save you a seat on the sofa.